Welcome back to the Creators in Christ podcast, episode two of the season one launch. And if you're tuned in, that means you are part of the season one launch for the Creators in Christ podcast. So good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on when you are listening to this. I appreciate you. I love you all so much. And I'm so glad that you guys get a chance to hang out with me and this launch for the Creators in Christ podcast. I'm your host and resident Christian creator, Shalice Johnson. And don't forget, we are a bi-weekly podcast dropping new episodes every other Tuesday at 6 a.m. Central Standard Time. And listen, after it releases, you can listen at any time. And so we're definitely here to help you to cultivate your creativity while growing in Christ. So make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out. And of course, this is brought to you by the Sync Pod, the Creators in Christ podcast is brought to you by Kingdom Artistry Media. And today, hey, we have a, a dope, dope person that I love doing ministry with. So dope, has such a great heart and so talented. I've got my brother, my poetry brother, Joaquin Thomas here in the building. Hey. Uh, that's going to talk about his new album <laughs> and everything that he has going on. And we're just going to go deep into to some great topics here. But first, before we do that, those who are tuned in and listening to me, can we just say God is good? Say it with me. God is God good. Is good. Amen. Let's go ahead and welcome Christian spoken word artist and my brother in Christ, Joaquin Thomas, to the show. How are you doing? I'm blessed, sis. Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm really excited. This is awesome. Hey. Well, I'm excited too, bro. I, you know what? I need y'all to to get familiar with his voice because you may hear him back guest hosting with me on uh, on some on some episodes and maybe even taking over however God leads. I'm right, down. bro. Let's go. Uh, and see what's going on but you know i really appreciate you bro joaquin has been someone who's co-hosted the poetry nook with me brought along some amazing people and just really has a heart to serve and when you talk about poetry and wordplay and lyricism with a message that's 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 rooted and founded in the word of god this brother right here it's joaquin that's where it's at so bro let me ask you a question real quick if i didn't know you and i walked up to you and i just said who are you in your own words what would you say i would say i um i'm just a brother that really is trying to live out this uh this christian walk and um i'm down to earth you know i'm i'm old school i'm a you know late 70s 80s baby you know love music love life love sports i love my family i like to laugh i like to clown i like to joke um you know, and I just, I, you know, I put my, my heart in everything that I do. So people know that I'm a, uh, I'm a person of excellence. You know, I, the way I carry myself at work, Absolutely. the way I carry myself at church with my friends, I'm genuine. And I'm that guy that, you know, um, you know, I love, I love people hard and, and, uh, you know, I'll go hard in the paint for, for everybody I'm, I'm down with. So, you know, I'm the dude that it doesn't take a lifetime to get to know, you know, and I'm going to be real yeah. and, uh. <laughs> You know, I'm be bold with with my faith. You know, anytime I get a chance, so that's that's me. Bold and courageous. Oh, and you're a chief. I fan, am. Yeah? I'm from Kansas City originally. <laughs> you know, uh, I was hey. born in Kansas City. 
we moved to St. Louis when I was a freshman in high school. So all my formative years were, were set in Kansas City. So, yes, I'm a diehard Chiefs fan. I was a Chiefs fan before it was cool. And everybody hopped on the Mahomes bandwagon. I was there back when we was terrible. I was still, you know, this is it. You know, been waiting my whole life. You're like a loyal Bears, like a loyal Bears fan. Like a like it don't matter if they win or lose, you still Man, support the good years and the bad years. I was, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> All of it. So yeah, that, that's hey. me, die hard. Well, shout out to Kansas City represent representing in the building. Uh and to everyone who's tuned in, y'all. We really appreciate you. So, bro, you you've been in the studio, you've been putting in work on this new project this new album that you got coming out and releasing in just about two weeks uh tell us more like let, let us know what's going on with this new album that you got coming yeah out. the name of the album is wedding vows and what nows and man what we tried to do is really just take everything we did on my first album my first album was called 13 words it's been out for a few years yeah. but we tried to take everything we did musically and and lyrically and just take it up a notch. So for you guys, when it comes to to my poetry, just to tell you a little bit about me and, and my style, guys. Um, I'm a poet, but the way I view myself is I'm an artist whose main avenue is poetry, right? The way the main way I express myself. But coming up, I, I've been acting in stage plays since I was 12. Um, uh, I'm an artist. I paint. I draw. I write songs. Um, you know, I'm, I'm really kind of an artist in every sense of the word. And and yeah. I'm a music lover. Uh, I, I used to write songs. I, I sing. I, I don't think I've ever really had like a lead voice. But you know what I'm saying? I was a good choir member, right? I can hold a tune. You know what I mean? Like, you know, when I start singing, they're going to be like, ah, you know, but I just ain't quite to the lead <laughs> level. But um, man, I, I, I feel like I happened upon poetry. I've always loved poetry. And yeah. uh, I kind of feel like God really called me because I never saw myself as a poet. I never was like, this is what I'm yeah. going to do. But it's what I was yeah. doing naturally. And God called me to it. And I feel like I'm not a traditional poet in the sense to where, you know, there's a certain, um, you know, like kind of the staccato way most poets spit. And I've never really mm -hmm. fit that mold. And I've been okay with mm -hmm. not fitting that mold. And, and it's not even that I really try to create my own mold. It's just I, I did the poetry the way I heard it in my head, you know? And exactly. and the, the, way, the way God gave yeah, it to you. Yeah, you know, and so it's it's a little bit different delivery. But also at the same time, you know, I did, I did uh, open mics and poetry events for years before I really thought yeah. about doing an album. And when I finally decided to do an album, I'm like, I didn't want a boring poetry album and I, i'm a i'm a i'm a poetry fan right so i love listening to poetry i grew up watching the p4cm videos and and all of those Def Jam yeah def jam you know what i'm saying um <laughs> yes. you know p4cm where you know like ezekiel and and all them came out of Preston. yeah i, I was yeah. watching that but even like the best Same. poet when i listened to like a poetry album i, I grew bored you know what I mean? Like just just somebody just spitting into a mic. I mean, it's kind of cool for the first couple of tracks, and after a while, it all sounds the same, right? And so when right. when I decided to do an album, I really wanted it to be a music album, but just instead of rapping or singing, it's it's my poetry. So that's what we set out mm -hmm. to do with Thirteen Words, and I feel like we really accomplished it. 
and and I was kind of amazed okay. with the way it came out. And I was stretching the producers I was working with, and we still brought in um, rappers and and singers and and other poets to really add to it. But I was kind of, I felt like I was kind of feeling out what I could do that first album, right? I'm like, this is really mm-hmm. different. Kind of laid the foundation. Yeah, and really just trying to see if it would work. Like, does it work? Yeah. What, do will yeah. people feel it? You know, all that. And it really got a great response. And people really, really dug the album. And so yeah. now... It's great, y'all. It's I appreciate dope. it, sis. <laughs> so <laughs> for this album, number one, I was not planning on doing a, a marriage album, first of all. I, I have mm-hmm. probably okay. about 35 other poems that I was going to take probably 10 or 11 of those and make another album. I've already got it in my head what I wanted to do. But as I was planning it out, the Holy Spirit kept saying, no, I want you to speak to marriages. And at the time, I didn't even have all the pieces written that would go along with with marriages. I had probably four pieces that I was doing at, you know, at uh, receptions and I was doing some at some weddings. People were inviting me to do poems at weddings. So I had a few that I had put together when I said mm-hmm. yes to doing this album, you know, with the Lord, he gave me the other pieces and and then i was like okay well now that i'm comfortable making a musical poetry album let's really really go there and you know the producer i work with i work with one producer on this album timothy mcgimsey aka who is timothy who's one of the dopest producers that i know like the dude is incredible and he made the process easy um and we were able to put everything we wanted. So guys, this this album is a mix musically of jazz, uh, hip-hop, R&B, old-school R&B, new-school R&B, contemporary, all that mixed in with poetry. Um, I have features on almost every single track. But what this is... But hold on, hold on, bro. Let me let me and let me interject here because you guys probably heard uh that that's that smooth, that nice joint that you heard when this came in, uh, which cherished you, and that's part of this album here. But let me ask you real quick so people know like you are, of course, you're married. Mm-hmm. And how long have you been married? Um actually it'll be nine years on the twenty first. The day the album comes out is our anniversary. Nine years. Come on so, now. Yeah. So you're married nine years, two kids. One on the way. One in the yep. <laughs> <laughs> You know, y'all not playing. Amen. Glory to God. But that's so going back to this to this album, you know, Wedding Vows and What Nows. And you said, you know, initially you had a different concept like we all do. First of all, you 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 spoke on having 35 poems and me being a fellow poet with you. I know, I have poems that have no titles. Mm-hmm. I have titles that have no poems. Uh, I got notebooks galore and voice recordings galores of what I may use or what I may never use. Or I'll start to write something just to come back to it two, three years yeah. later because I remember, you know, what I wrote. So going back to this particular album uh wedding vows and what nows and you kind of gave us the feel and the vibe of it but and you you said you had a different concept at first but the holy spirit you know moved on moved on your heart and pointed you to marriages but and but why this album you know why this album why now why marriages you know i i prayed and asked asked the lord about that right because it 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 took the holy spirit some convincing to get me to, to say yes i was like but but i but I'm, I'm ready for this one and really what yeah. i what i feel and what comes to me when i pray what i feel the holy spirit is telling me is there are a lot of marriages that are in the balance right now and mm. um, especially christian marriages under under attack and also yeah. what i found is there's a lot of people who mean well 
but they they haven't been trained on how to to make marriage work you know there's a lot yeah. of people that are going based off of what they saw the parents do and those are not always the best examples um there's people who yeah. don't really have sound advice from people around them you know people really don't take time to invest in their marriages and you know yeah it's 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 hard to make a marriage work just in general but to me man christian marriage is under attack and you know yeah. right now they're i feel like a lot of marriages are ill-equipped you know people mean well yeah. they love each other but that stuff fades you know after a while if you don't know how to cultivate it and grow it and what i feel like is god in every single piece that he gave me for this album um basically helping people with with the nuggets and the poems and the and the points that yeah. i'm making to know how to Absolutely. keep god in their marriage how to you know grow their marriage how to invest in each other and i'm just trying to give people tools so that they don't throw in the towel right so that they know it's okay to get you know counseling and to have marriage mentors and to communicate and to say i'm sorry and to you know put god into everything you know and i just feel like you know this next generation it's this is pivotal that these marriages work marriage you know christian marriages in my opinion are the foundation of of man everything god is trying to do strong churches you know yeah. strong strong yeah. children you know kids that know the word and, and won't compromise and won't give in you know uh, kids that that you know uh, are able to grow because of strong family homes and all of that there's so much wrapped up in it and i really feel like god is saying i, I need you to speak to my people you know strengthen yeah. these marriages because you know if, if they don't make it it's just going to keep getting darker you know and yeah. I, I feel like this time is, is imperative this is god's timing and i really believe the holy spirit has anointed this album and i pray that a whole lot of people hear it and that they they walk it out you know they hear it they enjoy it they walk it out because we're praying for you guys man we're, we're praying for your marriages those that want to get married this is also for you you know you, you know that's my, my question because i'm like you know i'm over here single 34 like what about us single folks but it it sounds like that this is a great soundtrack for for marriage and, and love and and before you get married and even while you're married and to helping you to stay yeah. married uh, and I, cause I even wrote down here and it's funny, you, you spoke on a, you know, on being under attack marriages, you know, marriages being under attack and that, you know, certain things like this, this album can be a tool or a resource to help with growth, to help with healing. And ultimately, like you said, keep God at the center of it all, as well as for my single folk out there like me, <laughs> who's like, you know, we, we can use this as a way to even help open our eyes and help to start to that process of cultivation, even before we, you know, get into our own marriages. It's not, it's not only for married people. That is your, your, your main focus, but it's also available for a single Absolutely. Folk. Absolutely. You know, and, and there's even another way that I come at this too, because a lot of people don't know that, um, you know, my, my marriage to Ashley is my second marriage. I was married once before mm. and divorced. Okay. Uh, I was married for eight years. I got married when I was 21 and it didn't work. Oh yeah. Yeah. It, it was real yeah. young. And, and, and yeah. same thing, you know, I was a Christian already. I was trying to do it right. And I made a lot of mistakes. She made a lot of mistakes. Yeah. And so, you know, a lot of these pieces came out of, you know, what not to do from experience. And yeah. a lot of the things that I learned in between, you know, when I was when I was coming to grips with being single and trying to figure out what I did wrong and knowing that I wanted to get married yeah. again, but not wanting to keep repeating the same mistakes and looking at some of the things that I had learned 
uh, when I was growing up that, you know, aided in my divorce the first time, you know, and there's a lot of things I had to look at myself and change and, and face. And then there's a lot of areas that I didn't allow God to get into that I had to let him get into before I got married again. And yes. so, yes, these lessons um, and specifically, there's some things that I talk about in one of my pieces uh, back to school that really talks mm -hmm. about, um, you know, the, the things that I learned when I was single that I carried the mentality mm -hmm. into my into my marriage and it, it can hurt. You know, that whole piece is yeah. about going back to school and retraining yourself, investing in yourself mm -hmm. to be a better husband mm -hmm. uh, or, or wife you know, so that you can bring that to your marriage and grow, right? So it's recognizing the things that shouldn't be in there, you know, that you learned when you were young and run around with, with homeboys and everybody's single <laughs> and they think they got the answers to everything. You know, the things that Come we on. learned from, you know, our parents growing up that were not healthy and being like, you know what, I got to replace this. I can't keep repeating this process, but you have to replace it, right? You can't just say, I want to change. Mm -hmm. You have to invest in yourself and read and, and, listen to people and you know what i'm saying attend you know conferences and, and train yourself and it's about you know doing just that um you know yeah. so there's again there's a lot of things in each piece that are specific to different areas and and in issues and marriages and there are a lot that you can gain before you get married that i think will help prepare you you know, for marriage and for a healthy marriage, you know, there's some stuff that when, when you are dating somebody and you're talking about marriage, right. That you guys can listen to and yeah. be like, Hey, we need to, we need to focus on this. We need to take this seriously. Hey, is God in this area of our life right now? We, we need to have him in there. Right. So yeah, there's, there's a lot. <laughs> we need like, it's not like he, he, he had, you know what? And that's just, that's a word of encouragement. Cause we first episode we had Candace Graves on who was who you know, as actually having that talk with, uh, single Christian women on waiting now what you know what do you do when you're you're single and you're dealing with being single and loneliness and, and the urges and the just those different things but it's a great reminder first of all I like that and yes you guys I've had a chance to check it out don't don't be mad because you can check it out soon too but bro you really speak to men you speak to the women you speak to everybody and like you said you're even bringing in certain things from before you got married and taking that into consideration as well so that this is an an album wedding vows and what nows that can reach so many different people and one thing i'm always reminded in my season of singleness is that you know it, it really is a gift of singleness is a gift depending on how you look at it but i look at it now that i'm growing and, and maturing more in my walk with christ that this is my opportunity to go deeper in christ this is my opportunity to let him kind of expose me to me and you know the things that I, that he needs to really work on and uproot out of me and and things of that nature and just heal and strengthen and everything you know um you know shape make remote me and everything um before i step into a marriage or anything like that and at first it's kind of hard especially when you, you get older and you're like oh come on lord i'm you know i'm a few years away from 40 what's going on but again you know having that faith and, and that complete trust in god's timing because i know that his timing is perfect because if he gave me what i wanted when i wanted it i wouldn't be ready or i would misuse it or abuse yeah. it just lose it and not be ready but one thing you mentioned you know um you know being married before and, and it was at a younger age you know based off of your experience and kind of this and based off of this album what is something that you would tell the younger version of you or what would be that advice that you would give 
that you have given yourself before you got right before you got married the first time or even the second time like what what would you have wished you would have heard that you now know that you didn't know then Mm, wow there's (laughs) you know there's there's a lot but i would say if there's one main thing it's um you know not to be proud Mm. you know i feel like you know there's a lot of selfishness that come with that and there's no place for selfishness in a marriage if you want it to work so it's like you know even if, if a couple is having a disagreement what's more important winning the argument or having peace right mm. is, is it worth even if you don't feel like you did anything wrong to apologize or are you just going to keep sticking with the fact that oh, well, I went wrong in the first place so if we sleep in a separate <laughs> rooms whatever you know mm. um, you know pride keeps you from seeking help you know listening to yeah. sound advice you know if she's saying hey there's a couple I want to go see and let's talk it out you know let, let's talk it out. like what's more important you know saving face or saving your marriage you know uh, going yeah. through the motions or actually being happy and I, I I made a lot of those mistakes you know my first marriage and I didn't yeah you know, I had good intentions but I didn't have any any foundation and uh, it was a long time before I was even open to you know, have anybody invest in, in my foundation. So don't don't be pride pride prideful. <laughs> so the right word. <laughs> but um, you know, be humble. Both both sides be humble. What's the most important thing? You know? You- yeah. And you know what? Proverbs eleven two it says when pride comes, then comes disgrace, but with the humble is wisdom. And then uh Proverbs sixteen eighteen talks about pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. So you're speaking to, you know, both people, husband, wife, man, woman, you know, no one. It's be more humble to be able to do you believe that that's a better transition into better communication versus, you know, like you're saying, I'm not wrong or you're not wrong or whether it's pride or being stubborn just for the communication to continue to fall flat and it doesn't really go right. anywhere. Absolutely. You know, you have to be willing to, to say, I'm sorry. You got to be willing to listen, you know, <laughs> because before you even will make any steps to change, you know, you got to get to that point. And um, that's one thing I, I still remind myself of, you know, it's, we have to yeah. die to ourselves daily. You know, the first thing I got to do is, is every single day, you know, get mm. before the Lord and, and make sure I keep decreasing. You know, I got to make sure I, I put him first every single day, right? Who am I yes. going to exalt, me or you, right? So I have come to on. do that first just for me to be able to walk the way I want to. But then, you know, when things come up with my marriage, right, it's, it's the same thing. I have to keep making sure that I humble myself so that, you know, my marriage is healthy. And, and it's it's not yeah. a thing that like once you decide to do it everything is it's fixed no it's it's daily you know it's weekly it's <laughs> it's a process yeah, when i don't feel like it you know when i want to tell it you know kick rocks and i don't feel like doing that right now or whatever you know it you know i gotta keep being like let me swallow my pride like where's this coming from you know is this a, a godly yeah. trait or is this a selfish trait from the enemy i gotta recognize that yeah you know and i'm if if I recognize that, well, you know, this ain't from the Lord, let me repent of that. Let me, let me, you know, kill that real quick. You know, let me remind myself what the Lord says, what he's leading me to do. And let me handle it that way, you know, and uh, it's, it's been working. You know, part of the reason why 
you know, we're about to celebrate nine years and not just celebrate nine years, but me and my wife are, are good, y'all. You know, it's one thing just to be married, <laughs> but you know, you don't want to go home every single day and every day is a fight. Like we, we don't have that. We don't, right. we don't fight anymore. We did early on in the first couple of years, but that's because we were both dealing with pride and who's right. And, you know, we were still, you know, dealing with a lot of that stuff that we had to let go. But I can't tell you now, yeah. Shalise, when the last time me and my wife really had an argument, you know, like it's, Amen. you know, we, we have feelings about things and stuff comes up, but both of us, we talk it out, you know, we know where each other's coming from and we come to some sort of resolution that we yeah. keep it moving. We both will say we're sorry, you know what I mean? And, and care more about, you know, the marriage and, and us being good and us keeping God in it than, you know, to keep a fight going. So it's, it's good. I love oh. coming home every single day to my wife and my kids. We still date we still hang out we still kick it we're still friends you know we we we're the ones that we talk to the most about anything you know and um it's so it's it's real it can happen you can have a marriage and be married for years and still be happy still be in love still you know are glad that you got married you know you still don't have eyes for anybody else you know it's 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 there. It's doable. It's it happens, and I'm not the only Brother, couple. Like we're, we're living proof. Like, yes. like you, you're saying, and, and I'm not the only <laughs> couple that I know. You know, there's other other couples that we talk to and hang out with all the time. And again, nobody's perfect, but they're they're good. They're happy. You know, they're growing. Man. And it's not that we don't have issues. It's just we know the bigger picture, and we know the bigger God. You know, we know God, and you know we we keep Him every single. Um, married couple that I know that is flourishing is the same way. They allow God to permeate and, and have an open door into every single area of their lives, especially together. Come on. There, there's no shut doors. And if there are, those are the places to where, you know, they, they try to work it out if there, there's an issue, right? But, you know, God, the doors are open in, in our sex life, in our, our, our dating life, in our being parents, in our, you know, yep. doing ministry, in, in work, in you know, Amen. all these areas, the door is open. God, you're welcome, you know, and you can see the evidence. They they put God first in these areas and and yeah. we're good, you know, and we're good. We're good. Amen. Like that's a look, that's a good t-shirt. We're good. Like that's some good merch yeah. right there. Because that is and and you know, in accordance with what you said, you know, I like how you said, you know, you all still date. I like how you said that, you know, you all are our friends. And I think that's a something for my single folks, because, again, I'm, I'm representing the single folks over yeah. here to think about, you know, building that that, that, that friendship and that foundation of, of friendship and building. And really, even before that, the foundation should be, you know, re- rooted in and anchored in the Lord. Right. Yeah. Um, and being able to build up on that friendship. And then, you know, you say you still date. So, I mean, nine years later, you guys are keeping are still, you know, reviving the fire and keeping things fresh and things are still like you said god is all up and through there in every aspect at every turn so what i want to do y'all i want to play a quick snippet of one of brother's tracks mr joaquin thomas uh seven things i want to play a snippet of that and then we will be uh right back you two will pin a number that stevie wonder can't come last names are exchanged to create a banner to raise a family under what happened here today has a funny way of making the enemy shudder. And while you're riding in this relationship, you let God be the rudder. But don't look at me, I'm just poetically sharing what the word says about matrimony. 
wives, submit to your husbands. Yeah, that's in the word too. Because he is the head of the family and you gave him that authority when you said, I do. So you're to respect him as a priest of your household and trust him to take care of you. Because spiritually, he is the one God will primarily speak through. So husbands, know that your family's spiritual being begins with you. You are the gate and your household will accept whatever you let through. So make sure your house is filled with peace in the presence of God, not pouring pride or abuse. And cover your wife as she submits to you. And wives, I'm not saying that husbands are in charge of every decision because that's not true. But follow your husband when God is leading him and he is leading you. Man, y'all, welcome back. Welcome back. So that was Seven Things. That is one of the tracks off of Joaquin's new to come album, Wedding Vows and What Nows. And I want to speak on a little bit of the, the lyrics, the lyricism here, um, where you talked about last names are exchanged to raise a banner, to raise a family under, um, to let God be the rudder. You talked about, you know, wives submitting to husbands and that, you know, husbands, you, you know, are the, the that you know, the head of the house as far as, you know, in every aspect, but as well as spiritually and how, you know, the God will speak to him, but as well as to also, you know, love his wife and treat his wife with respect and peace in the home and not be prideful like you just talked about. And that was just eight lines of poetry uh, and, 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 and lyricism and wordplay, but that really had a powerful message. And you spoke to both husband and wife and, and pretty much called out things but i really loved how you said last names are exchanged to raise a better to raise a family under because one thing you talked about is that you know you and actually you all may not you know go back and forth or you know you guys have really matured and progressed in your communication and at the same time what we often forget is that you know the kids the examples they're watching you all they're watching how you know you have a, a daughter and a son yeah, yeah right so you have a daughter that's watching how mommy is being treated by daddy and how daddy is treating mommy and vice versa. You have a son who I love. He always saying hi, um, who is still, you know, even though he's a younger, but you'd be surprised what, what, you know, children, what, and then, and those younger ages are, are most, you know, most susceptible to, to taking things in and, and their environment and things of that nature. So still, you know, watching the, the transaction of communication and things like that in the household and things of that nature that's just as important, like you said, because sometimes we, we we grew up in households or in situations where we have to take time to unlearn things now and deal with those trauma and deal with those things that we've we've learned or we saw in our childhood or just in our house or other people's house. So do you feel that that's just as important seeing your children watching you and your wife and how you all love and support one another? Yeah. And, and even now, you know, my daughter's four. My son is um, he'll be he's almost two. But they literally still mimic everything that we do, you know, even my son. <laughs> and I just know that that doesn't stop. You know, even when we can't see it every single day, they're going to pattern what they do after they, what they see, you know. And yep. so, yeah, what, how we treat each other and how they see us treat each other is establishing, establishing what it's going to look like for them. Like, this is how we're supposed to treat the person that we're with right so we're either being a really good example or being a really bad example and i love the fact that me and my wife are a good example you know we're showing i'm showing my son how to respect you know a, a woman and how to treat somebody that you love and how to you know concede and communicate and all that right and my my daughter's watching everything too she's seeing you know how mm -hmm. how a man treats a woman and it's going to help her decide how she is going to be treated 
you know and yeah. um you know because because you know people are going to do you know become who they see you know not so much yeah. you know what what they say but they're gonna you know take that pattern on and so yeah it's it's extremely important so right now like i said from the day to day the way they see mommy and daddy do stuff is the way they mimic it and, and do things and they're gonna pick that stuff up too you know so it's very important yeah. and then you know my my wife is pregnant you know now we're having another boy hey, hey. so same <laughs> thing you know and you know even when i talk about raising the banner the other part of that is the fact that you know we're we're one unit now we're one family now you know we're not yeah. two different people that are just trying to be like we're one when we took these vows you know and and my wife took my last name we all became the thomases we're we're under one big banner this is who we are now so we're not two separate units we are one family you know and it's important that you realize that you know we're no longer just two individuals we're one in the eyes of the lord we're one family unit and that's where that banner comes from you know the top of my house will say the thomases this is us we are <laughs> we are that family there is no splitting up we we in this for life you know and, and where we become a new you know creation really you know and so Come it's on. important to even look at it that way that's really why i put that line in there it's important that you understand you're becoming one when you when you take those vows when you say the i do's you're one now you're one family unit even before you have kids you're one and look at it that yep. way and understand you know to become mm-hmm. one come on now come on y'all y'all better get you i hope y'all got y'all recorders out or y'all pen and paper or something and catching and catching this knowledge that bro is giving because it, it really is something that is is that i'm learning and that i'm uh coming to understand and so i appreciate you bro for coming on and really sharing and dropping this knowledge and we're going to go into you know here on creators in christ of course we're here to help you to cultivate you know your creativity while growing in christ right and and the gift that god is giving you and you know um knowing who you are in christ and your identity in christ it all goes hand in hand and being able to use that to glorify him first and advance his kingdom his word his agenda and point people you know to christ through every opportunity whether it's through poetry or hip-hop or or coding or whatever it is you guys will always hear me say that you know it's your gift your moment own it um is one of the slogans that we have with spoken moments ministries our partnered ministry so a few things i want to ask you on the creative side of things and i'll read this statement i'll usually you guys will hear me read the statement about the creative process from uh wework.com it says at its heart any creative process is about discovering something new uh, within ourselves or that in our situation that God has put within us and then bringing that something into the world for others to experience and enjoy. The work of the artist, the visionary, the creative, the innovator is to bridge their, you know, to, to bridge these worlds with our creativity and taking something that only exists within our mind and our heart and our soul and birthing it into something concrete, something tangible. Um, and, and basically, you know, bringing it to fruition. So when we talk about the creative process, when we talk about, you know, a few questions I would ask you, bro, and you kind of touched on it a little bit earlier. Um, but one thing is I'll ask, you know, what does your creative process look like? Because, you know, you'll get an idea 
And sometimes it's like, okay, I have this idea. Then we start to brainstorm. Then we get inspired. And then we may deal with frustrations or we may deal with setbacks. Or maybe we thought it was going to be this. And then the Lord was like, "Mm -mm, it's going to be this. And then then we have to, you know, get to that point where it's like, okay, Lord, you know, yes, Lord, being obedient and knowing that his way is the best way and not just, just giving up when it comes to the creative process. So I asked, you know, what was your creative process? And, you know, did you run into any frustrations with this album coming together, whether it was from self? and trying to understand where God was taking it or even, you know, the attacks of the enemy. What, how did all this come to be? Well, you know, again, this album was a little different because I didn't plan on doing this one. Um, yeah. And so, man, I think, so there's seven seven tracks total on the album and then there's an interlude for mm-hmm. each because it tells a story. And mm-hmm. out of all of them, the only one that I had written to actually be a part of I would say an album or or to be kind of done musically is uh, Forever Love and Mm. the rest of them were all just poems that I had written and so you know with this particular creative process it was it was man every piece has a story basically right so you know uh, Forever Love uh, was you know I, I made that for my wife for our fourth anniversary and it was the gift like i went to to tim and he just happened to do this whole album but he did this piece for me years ago and this was my gift to my wife for our anniversary right she didn't know i was going to the studio she didn't know i wrote this stuff so the entire piece was written just to express how much i love her and um you know just the importance of spending time with her and uh, i never thought i was going to put on an album like i literally made it just for her and so the only people that heard it were the people that she shared it with, right? This wasn't anything I was going to yeah. put out. And it wasn't until later that the Holy Spirit told me to put this one on this album and to show the importance of dating. But that one I wrote with the hook in mind. Like I had, I wrote a hook. I wrote this to be like a song, but poetry instead of, again, somebody singing, right? So, you know, right. Tim is singing on the hook. I wrote the hook and I wrote this in between, you know, to you know, with verses and, and, uh, a vamp and all that kind of stuff. Right. So I put that one together for this. Every other piece in this album was written for another reason, you know, seven things. That's one piece that I put together for married couples. Somebody asked me to share something for their wedding. And I wrote this piece for that to kind of talk about the seven most important things that a married couple can pull out of the Bible and apply. So this was just a poem long before I ever thought about trying to do this, you know, uh, for an album. And so I wrote it it, with that in mind. Like, I want people to listen to this and and old married couples and brand newlyweds can pull just some nuggets. This is just about giving people nuggets, you know. Um, I have a piece that is sourced on my sorries. It's it's a, a poem saying basically saying I'm sorry because we were fighting and I realized that my my pride and ultimately sin is the reason that I even kept this fight going, right? And that that yeah. piece I actually wrote for my wife after a fight. You know, we, we had fought and it was ugly and stupid. And the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit really was checking me afterwards. And I, I wrote this for her probably a day or two later after I had really, you know, sought the Lord, got into scripture about it, repented. And then the Holy Spirit basically was able to help me kind of 
uh, vocalize everything that I was feeling and thought all the lessons that I learned I kind of put all in the piece and so this was never again meant for anybody else to hear but I went to my wife and I was like hey I want to say sorry listen to this and you know help us make up and, and all that kind of stuff um, and so we put the album together the Lord was like I want you to include this one you need to help people uh, apologize mm -hmm. right and understand that that sin is driving you know some of these issues yeah. right um and then there was uh, another piece uh, I'm done that comes before it that again all that piece was a whole bunch of ideas about why couples fight who is really behind your fight so I wrote Source of All My Sorries first and then the other one that I put for I'm Done kind of came after that when I kept examining well why is it that we fought in the first place you know now that we've, we've said sorry and i found where i was at fault these other things like why did we even get to that point why do couples fight right why do like identifying in the real issue behind it or the triggers of yeah of whatever caused it to kind of just rage up or yeah and that one came with some conversations i was thinking about you know me and my wife's fight and then i was talking to there was another couple that happened to be going through some stuff and i was talking to to the husband and we we had a long three-hour talk about you know bro why why are you even in this situation you know what i'm saying like why can't you say sorry like where did it come from like why y'all ain't even you know they're they were talking about separating you know what I'm saying? And we had this long talk. And afterwards, he really thanked me for like helping put things in perspective. And he was like, man, I'm not going to let man. Satan have my marriage. And I put that into the piece. And oh. so I wrote this. Say that again, bro. I, Say I'm that not going to let Satan have my marriage. Come on you know, now. I'm not. Uh. And that piece came out of that. And so all these were written with, with different things in mind. And as the Holy Spirit kept saying, I want you to put this in an album. And I'm thinking about, okay, well, how can I make this interesting? For people right i want people to listen to it i want them to hear the points i want yeah. them to stay engaged because there's some good stuff here right i'm, pull, I'm pulling from things that i heard from marriage counselors and pastors and books that i read and in my own experiences so it's like chock full of nuggets but i want people to, to listen to the whole thing like i don't want them to be bored <laughs> by the third one and they right. never hear right you know some of these other pieces and so when i was thinking about okay musically what can i do right how can i have fun so I went to seven things first and I was like, man, it'd be cool if instead of me just saying number one, number two, number three, and you guys will get it when you listen to the piece, there's seven points that I'm making. And in the poem, when I used to do it just as a poem, I would say, okay, number one, and then go into it. I was like, well, how can we mix it up? Well, how about we have somebody kind of singing the number one, number two, number three, number, number two, instead of just somebody singing it, how about we have talk box, right? Cause I'm sitting there listening to you know, I heard Bruno Mars and 24 Karat, you know what I mean? Like, I, I love that effect. I love the, that, that talk box sound. I've always liked that. The Zap and Roger, that's what it's you know, what, Bro, you, you're, he's already, he look, he's covered in the questions I was going to ask because some of the questions I had was what was the, you know, what influenced the sound of the album? And then, you know, like, do you have a melody in your head when you write, when the poetry comes and when you write the music for it? So go ahead, you know, go back into like some of the, the, the influence behind the sound and, you know, even, yeah. you know, how the melody, everything comes together. I, just, I like so many kinds of music and I want to, I like to try to showcase all of those, you know, in an album. Again, I don't want the whole thing to sound the same, you know, now that, right, I, right, now right. that I'm feeling the fact that I can do a musical poetry album, like now that it works, well, let's, let's play with the different sounds. And so I was like, come on, you know, wouldn't people trip to hear talk box on a poetry album? You know what I'm saying? Like, how do we go back and forth? And I felt this song was perfect, right? Because it doesn't yeah. really have a song structure, 
But I'm like, man, if we had TalkBox hitting the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and then just kind of, um, you know, hitting other different parts, like just just bringing this thing to life. And I talked to Tim and I was like, <laughs> it was funny because he was like, hey, well, I can actually get Mr. TalkBox to do that was with Bruno Mars. He was like, it might cost you. And when I found out how much it costs, I was like, do we have anybody else that can do it, though? You know, and so my brother, uh, Big Mike Pugh is the one that we uh, is on the album. You know, he's from St. Louis. I think he lives okay. in, in uh, Texas now. He moved down to Houston. But, you know, he's an, an awesome musician, but he does talk box sound and he does it amazingly well. So I got with him, you know, and he played around That's with the track dope. for a while. And Ooh, track. That's a smooth track. I, I appreciate you it. You know, so so Tim <laughs> did the music for it. We took the idea, you know, hey, can talk box work? And after Mike Pugh got done with it, I was like, this is absolutely amazing. Like, I love listening to it. I love the balance between yeah. the two and then the music that we put together. So it kind of came together, right? Um, you know, when we did the I'm Done and what people are here is I had an idea. So again, I had the piece written, but I was like, man, when I do this, I want people to feel an argument i want people to be yeah. to hear it and be like yeah. that's us that's real okay so now that i know they yeah. can capture what fighting sounds like how, how are you going to to talk to me through it right so i already knew the peace was powerful because i'm talking about the fact that satan is behind your fight your pride is behind your fight sin is behind your fight right i want people to get that i want people to be to recognize who the real enemy is but now, mm. how do I have them to where they listen to the piece and they want us to do the whole thing? And I was like, there are two different voices in this, right? So, you know, if if I'm splitting the people up after they fight, I'm talking to them individually, typically the woman is going to be hurt. Like, why my man going off of me like this? How come he's not listening to me? Like, you know, I, I, I didn't sign up for this. I didn't sign up to be talked down to and to, to be verbally right. abused, right? right? So... When I thought about the piece, I was like, well, how about we have her having a conversation with like a friend and he having a conversation mm -hmm. with a friend where they're just venting, right? And then I kind of come through and I talk to both of them and I talk about what this is really about. So then I was like, okay, well, they should be two different styles, right? You know, so yeah. what I did was I was like, cool. So, um, yeah. you know, we wrote, I, I didn't write the rap part. Um, ST Alien came in and wrote that part for me. What's up? Shout out to S. Shout out to Shout S. Out to Alien. That's my dude. Yeah, he, he was on one of our craves and Christ over on our uh, Instagram live and live uh, interview and performance. So he he has a great heart, man. Yeah, great that heart. is so my boy. And we did we did something. We worked on a on a piece collaborative a few years ago, and I had been in touch no. with him anyway. He was always my friend. But when I when I thought about this piece, I wanted him. He's like he's the only person that I wanted nice. to come do this. Um, and so then for the for the women part, I was like, well, how about we have that be an R&B? So it's one one track, but there's three completely different styles. You have R&B, you have hip hop, and then you have it mellows down for the poetry part. So I was like, how about we just convey everything that a woman will be saying and we have it to be like an R&B, you know, sound, right? She's she's expressing mm -hmm. how she feels. And then for the guy who was still kind of enraged and pumping his chest, it's going to be hip hop like full of fire you know what i mean <laughs> and then right i come through as a voice of reason because i wanted people to be able to feel it so i think musically it's yeah. gonna keep them engaged right because the music portion is good and it's real and it's hip-hop and r&b and then um you know it's, it's conveying what people are feeling so they can feel it and then yeah. it goes into 
you know, the voice of reason. And I just kind of felt like people would be entertained. They would, they would identify with it. And then they would be in the mood to listen to what I have to say at the end, you know, in the poetry part. So it's not boring, but I really felt like it captures all of that, you know? And so we, we put it together. This was just an idea. And I'm like, Tim, do you think we can do it? He was like, we can do anything, you know, <laughs> let's do it. Come on, shout out to Tim, y'all. Who is Timothy? That's what's Man. up. That's and you know to have someone who is, you know, when you when you're working on a project and you, and the people that are involved in that project are just as excited as you and you know and 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 like okay you know hey if, if God gives it to us then however He gives it to us is how it's gonna get done and ain't nobody stopping us and the only person mad is the devil and he can have a seat in the picture because we. Tell you. We're not worried about it. So listen, y'all. So just to recap some stuff, this is uh, Wedding Vows and What Nows. This is dropping on, bro. Go ahead and drop that date, bro. It's coming out April 21st. So April 21st. Right around the corner. Yeah, right around the corner. Y'all make sure you mark your calendars and and, and we'll give you handles and how you can follow Joaquin so you can be a part of this. But what's coming up next? Do you have any videos coming up? Uh, You know, what's, what's happening when you're releasing the album? Tell us about... Uh, what you got coming up next bro? I, I do so um the first video we have finished shooting it we're just waiting on the the editing to be completed but cherish you which is hey, okay. uh, man i, I love, that track, love man. this track so cherish you yes. is the final track on the album and that's it's exactly what it's talking about it's a whole poem slash song about cherishing and loving your spouse and really the benefits of that and uh, we got the video for it man the video is, is beautiful guys uh, i think it captures the essence of the act of cherishing your spouse and just loving your spouse and that drops on the 12th so we are dropping okay. the first video on the 12th and april 12th. april 12th so be on the lookout you know obviously you know it's going to be on youtube you know we're going to flood it in all the the social media platforms Everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> so watch it as many times as you want. Bring your people's hey. over, socially distance, and watch it. Share it. You know, send it <laughs> to everybody that you feel would like it, needs to hear it. You know, all of Amen. that. You know, but um, we're uh, man, and guess who shot it? Tell who us, is bro. Timothy? He who is, <laughs> look, what on who is Timothy? Man, he do everything, too? man, and he. He did a great job on on uh, on the video too, man. It's really sweet. It's really dope. So yes, amen. The video is um, dropping there, and that song features uh, my good friend Candace Jackson. She's the one singing on it. She she sung on my first album too, and uh, Shout out to yeah, heard her husband on the video, and she killed that mug. So that's why it's it's another you know poetry music album. So she's singing the hook, and it, just wait till y'all hear it, man. Y'all gonna love. It. <laughs> the video is dropping on the 12th. We're actually doing a video for every single piece on this album. So it's also going to be a visual yeah. album. So all seven tracks are going to have a video. Again, the, the album itself tells the story. So you're going to hear the yeah. story of a young married couple, fresh married, that are, are going through these life lessons. And there's a piece about each life lesson. But you get to hear them grow as a couple and go through things as a couple um, throughout this album. And so the videos are going to tell that story as well but yeah the first video we're dropping on the 12th i can't wait for you guys to see it oh man it's so nice and uh come on and then the album all drops on the i'm gonna beat y'all to it y'all better be you better be ready because it's, it's gonna be nice it's gonna be nice and then so the video's coming out on april 12th to cherish you and then your album album again uh april 21st 
the album is going to be available okay. on all streaming platforms um so all of them you know so uh, <laughs> you know, I, I keep wanting to say Google Play, but Google Play is not a thing anymore. You know, they, they moved to YouTube, brand, but you know, YouTube, app, uh, you know, iTunes, wherever you can find all major streaming all of platforms, Amazon, all, all that title is in all of them. We're gonna be in all of them. So, you are you doing like any type of listening party or anything like that? Yeah. So, you know, really the plan is, and you guys be on the lookout. We're gonna advertise it heavy. We're going to do like a listening party, album release, virtual party you know um okay. you know that day you know um okay. so we're going to advertise it pretty heavy we're still uh, putting putting the finishing touches on on all the plans for that and exactly how we're going to roll out but Shalice and i it will also she, she's going to be helping me out with it hey. you know old school so you guys um uh, be on the lookout we will be advertising it heavy i promise you it's going to be fun it's going to be a fun way to kick off the album but yeah we're going to do that uh, we're gonna make sure everybody know about it. The only thing I ask is, you know, obviously we want you to stream it, but please buy it. It's gonna be ten bucks wherever you go. Um, you know, please invest hey. in the ministry. Uh, it's all appreciated. Right and bless it forward. Buy one and bless I'm one forward. And we'll you. also have still physical CDs. You know, um, yeah. You know, there's a lot of people that still like to rock the the CDs and the CD sound. We'll have those. So um, you know, as we get out, as as COVID dies down and we get out and we're able to do more shows, of course I'll have them with me. But uh, we'll have all the information available for you if you do just want to order and have us send you a physical copy. We got you. Um, so, uh, you know, you, you guys will on any of my pages, Facebook, Instagram, all that kind of stuff on my website. You'll have access to all that. Stuff. Tell her, where, where can our listeners connect with you online and on these platforms? What are your handles and what's your website? Um, so the website is JoaquinThomasPoetry.com. So real easy to find Joaquin Thomas Poetry. I also have a Facebook artist page. It's Joaquin Thomas Poetry. My Instagram is Joaquin Thomas Poetry. Um, so everywhere. Joaquin Thomas Poetry is how you can find me and, and see me and follow me. And uh, on all these platforms, we're going to be, um, you know, just sharing the album, sharing the video, sharing uh, anything else that, that comes up for us to be able to talk about this. We have quite a few other videos planned. Um, some kind of like round yeah. table discussions on some of the, the the pieces and kind of breaking down how to apply that stuff. We'll be talking with other married couples that we know really well. Um, you know, and then anything else that guys open up the door to and tells me to go through, we'll be doing it. But my main goal on this really is just to help take your marriage to the next level, to help prepare those Amen. that are wanting to be married, to have a successful and fruitful marriage, you know, to be able to develop themselves and invest in themselves and know what to look for. You know, yes. and and how to recognize the right person that God put in your life, and then how not to blow it. You know how to <laughs> how to make sure you don't get in your own way or, or allow Satan to, you know, manipulate and, and mess things up. Right. So we, you know, because we want you, we want you to be happy. We want you to be fruitful. We want you um, to have a story at the end of when it's all said and done that your marriage was awesome. You were happy that you married. You changed some lives. You know, you did everything that God wanted you to do. You know, Amen. we, we want to stop some of these stories to where, you know, people don't, ain't making it. And they mad and they bitter and, you know, they, they doing all this kind of crazy stuff, man. That's not God's plan. Stop the cycle. Yeah, stop that's the that, cycle. That's, 
you know stopping the cycle and like you said earlier satan can't have your marriage and and, and as we repeat it and and we'll say it again satan can't have your marriage in the name of jesus, jesus brother sister in christ that's listening um the only thing satan can have is the pits of hell because uh that's the only thing that, that he can have he can have several seats and i and i don't play when i say that like that you know he has no claim to your mind to your marriage to your bloodline to your children um and we're going to make sure that you know like like you're saying bro that we say stay rooted in Christ so that we can continue to grow uh, in, in in our individual relationships with him as well as in marriage. Um, and I'm looking forward to, to what God has coming here. So I have a question that I like to ask everybody. And that is, you know, in your own words, what does it mean to be a creative in Christ? Man, what does it mean to be a creative in Christ? It means that, that God has given us a different way in a unique way to share his goodness, to share the gospel and to be Amen. able to use our gifts and talents to glorify him and to, you know, and to be more about than just, just yourself, you know, to share a message yeah. bigger than you. And, uh, you know, I, I feel like there's a lot of creatives that, you know, use the gift selfishly, you know, and who gets the glory mm-hmm. for it ultimately, you know? Come and if, if I'm going to give anybody the glory, it's going to be the Lord. You know, I, I would love my, my music and my gift to help change people's lives, to help lead people to the Lord, to get them, to help them, you know, find the Lord and be saved, to help them Amen. walk better. You know, I, that's, there's no greater reward for your gift than that. I mean, you know, people can pay you to do the stuff and what well, you're going to spend it and then what, you know, um, yeah. you could win a, a Grammy or an award and it'll sit on your shelf and then what? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's cool. You know, even when I'm like watching some of these verses and you got some of these old school cats that are doing it. Yeah. For the moment, it's great. You know, you you could dance to a joint and, you know, groove for a minute. But after that, what, you know, what does it do? I'd rather somebody be able to to groove and and to listen to what I'm listening to. And then it changes their life. You know, I want to run into people 10, 15 years and I'll be like that record made me want to come to to the lord and because of that i'm saved or made me want to you know stop tripping and stop cheating and be right to my wife and now we good you know what i mean like my marriage helped save my kids marriage and you know kept them from doing something crazy right you know this this record or this poem that you put out made me want to give up drugs and seek the lord or maybe one you know like that that to me to be able to change somebody's life in that way there's there's no better reason to use your gift there's no there's no greater reward than to change somebody's life i want to run into people in heaven and like they're there partially because <laughs> i help lead them to the lord you know what i'm saying and Come it's on. and it's just that and i've had a small taste of that even with the first time i've had people i just ran into randomly that i didn't know that were like man that album blessed me you know young young cats they were like i heard this when i was a teenager and it made me want to keep going to church right it made me want to stop hanging around the wrong crowd like something you said resonated and I believe I'm here and yes. still alive and I locked up because, you know, God spoke to me through that, through that piece. And that's what I want. Yep. That's what I wanted with the first album and this album, you know, it's more specific, but yeah, I want people to come back and be like, my marriage was saved because of something that I heard, you know, you, yeah. you made me put things in perspective and, and I really opened myself up to the Lord and he was able to speak to me because I heard that album. That's, that's it. And to be a creative in Christ, that's what it's all about, to use my creativity and my gift to glorify yeah. the Lord and let him use me to change somebody's life. There's, man, 
there's there's no amount of money <laughs> in the world that's ever going to replace that you know at all and we have to in our, our our gifts our testimony first of all come on through with testimony service hey. <laughs> and uh, with, with the praise reports but first peter 4 10 that is what powers this ministry kingdom artistry media this podcast it says each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of god's grace in its various form and it's just you know we again as we know we we have to give an account one day and we will face god to know what and speak on what we did or did not do with the gifts that he gave us when he laid the foundations of this world of this universe he put something on the inside of each one of us so this is a reminder that you better do everything God created you to do. Bro who's listening in, sister who's listening in, stop, you know, putting weight and validation on. Sometimes we put we we give weight and validation to what everybody else says but God. Yeah. And if if someone hasn't validated it that we think it should come from, then we don't move. Mm. Even though God has given you to go ahead, even though God has told you yes, because sometimes God will tell you to wait, be still. You know, that comes from us being able to commune with him and be able to hear his voice and be obedient. And then there are times where God says, no, go start to build the boat. No, go start to gather the people. No, go start to do this. And either we're going to do it or we're not. And again, we're not, not only are we missing out, but the people who are the people who's tied to, to hear this album that, you know, what if you just would have said, nah, God, I, I want to do these 35 poems that I wrote. <laughs> I don't want to do this marriage album, Lord. You know, who who would have missed out, married or single, on the blessing that God had, you know, through your obedience for them? You know, so it's not just for us at all. It's one, to the glory of God. And two, like I said earlier, advancing his kingdom word and agenda and pointing people to Christ through every opportunity, every word, thought, deed and action, every gift that we have um, all to the glory of God. You know, creating disciples and winning souls for the kingdom. That's that's what we do it for y'all. So I appreciate you, bro. Thank you so much for coming on the Creators in Christ podcast. Y'all, I'm ex- when I tell you I'm excited and yes, I have had a chance to uh, listen to this album. It is dope. It's amazing, and and just every I, it's I can't I don't have enough adjectives <laughs> to describe it. It's, it's it's dope. It's dope. It's dope. That's my word. If I don't if I'm just tongue lost, it's just it's dope. So make sure that you guys stay tuned to Wedding Vows and What's Now dropping April 21st by Joaquin Thomas. Um, I will be there with him on his album release party, and we got some great things coming up. And then also make sure that you guys have if you haven't already make sure that you subscribe uh, and leave a comment i would love to see and hear what you guys think about this launch of the creators in christ podcast and these first two episodes that dropped for you this morning i hope that you guys had a good time in the lord and i'm gonna ask joaquin to pray us out bro um praying over uh marriages praying over restoration and healing praying over rejuvenation amen of marriages um, praying over even for a single folk um, that we first of all we keep our eyes stayed on the Lord and stay anchored into the don't make marriage an idol right sometimes we could be so focused on just wanting to be married be married but we're missing out on everything else that God is trying to show us in our season of singleness mm-hmm. we don't want to miss that either so bro is going to pray us out and then we'll be back in two weeks with another episode with the Creators in Christ podcast awesome and real quick I just want to shout out super quick just the, uh, the people that I have featured on the album so if you guys have heard these people People anywhere else you already know what you're in store for but i know we mentioned uh big mike pew um with the talk box we have uh poetess ebony shumpert if you guys have ever heard her she is an amazing poet 
and uh, she lent yeah. her her uh, her writing skills and her voice to this project. Um, who is Timothy? Again, who is my producer and my videographer? He also sings. He's played every single instrument on the album, <laughs> um, but he sings on a couple of the tracks. Um, Stephanie Songbird, Ivy, St. Alien, yeah. uh, Mark David Goins. Uh, Candace Jackson all of those are featured on some of the songs and then again it follows the story of a couple that couple is played by uh, Chris and Candace Jackson yes the one that sings on there she, she <laughs> is on there too uh, and uh, her husband Mike my, my good friend my brother um, you know Chris we call him Kit my bishop is on there at the beginning and then we also have my good friend Kellen and Keanu White. And then my wife is also featured on the album. So you get to hear my wife's lovely hey. voice. And so yes. uh, um, check and shout out to Mark. Mark is a great his uh he's 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 a, he's dope. Man. He's so dope. You guys, this album is amazing. So again, if you guys like hip hop, jazz, old school like Motown type R and B, new school R and B, you know, contemporary if you like hip hop, you know, you know, with SC Alien on there, if you like all these things, you will like this album. If you just want just to be fed and uh, nuggets that you can take away that are clear and plain and easy to understand, you know, and creative, you know, with a little wordplay. Yes. If you like spoken word, <laughs> you guys will all love this album. Um, and I really think it's going to bless you. So please tune in. Um, thank you guys for listening. And yes, let's go yeah. ahead and pray out. Father God, we just thank you for this time just to talk about what you're doing and your heart for marriages, God. And I thank you that you put on my heart to put this album together. I thank you for every single person that you brought in to be a part of this, Father God. And I just pray that, um, you know, people, everybody under the sound of my voice, that they they hear it and that they are able to live it, Father God. We uh, mm -hmm. come against all the attacks of the enemy. We come against strife. We come against adultery. We come against, um, you know, uh, communication issues and, and uh, you know, miscommunication and any sort of abuse and, and infidelity. We come against all of that. And Father God, we lose the spirit of love, peace. We lose communication. We lose understanding. We lose the, the Holy Spirit in every yes. single area of every single person's life, Father God. We pray that they open up their doors and their hearts to you, Father God, that they come to the realization, Father God, that if they acknowledge you in every area of their lives, Father God, you will direct their path in every area, including marriage, including communication, including finances, including sex and dating, all these areas you want to be a part of. So we pray that because of, of this album and the, the messages that you've given me through this album, that people's hearts and minds will be open to you. And that when you come in, Father God, you will be able to just Bring them together, Father God, and, and make them these couples one, Father God, and help them to yeah. heal, help them to grow, help them to mend, help them to love, help yeah. them to cherish, Father God, so that these marriages are strengthened, these families are strengthened, households are strengthened, which will cause your church to be strengthened, your people to be strengthened, their kids to be strengthened, Father God, uh, so that we have light and salt all over this country and all over this world, Father God, because of, of every single couple um, that you brought together, Father God, for your glory. And we pray also for all the single people that will listen to this album and to be able to grow 
in you for them to be able to see every area that you are trying to work into and straighten out, Father God, in their own life, that they're able to to put you first in their lives, Father God, so that you are preparing their hearts and their minds to be fruitful when they are married, Father God, when they do find the right person. Help them recognize the person that you are sending to them, Father God, and help prepare that person so that when they unite, Father God, that it's beautiful, that your hand is in it, all over it, Father God, that their mm-hmm. marriage will will, will be a, a, an awesome marriage, Father God, and it will not end divorce, but it will end in many years of just awesome love and affection and growth, yes, and God. that their marriages will be ministries and will speak to other people about how good you are, Father God, that every single marriage will be a, a testimony and, and a type and shadow of the relationship, Father God, that you have with the church. Father God, that you're showing your faithfulness, Father God. And I thank you. I thank you. I thank you for this platform. I thank you for this album. I thank you for everything that you are doing and orchestrating. And we know what you have your hand on uh, will prosper. And I just pray that your hand is on every single person in the relationship that's listening. So, Father God, just, you know, help your word spread. Help your message spread. Uh, Continue to use Shalise and I, Father God, just to declare your goodness and your glory and and the good news of the gospel, Father God. And we just thank you. We thank you. you, We thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name. Lines offering to alter our lives as offerings. Getting altered up like a garment hymn together. Humming hymns together. Folks saying she's getting him together. Finally legal like hemp in Denver. In the moment... Wild by the vows, out our mouths, out loud So proud, heart pounds, drowns out any doubt Thinking about every word I spout Don't shout down our ground The foundation being plowed by every vow Covenant established, no turning back now See, I take thee to be my wedded wife To have and to hold from this day forward For better For worse, for richer, for poorer, in sickness.